it's a fruity saison. It's very fruity saison. It's it? uh, for me, it does exactly what it says on the label. It's, it's passion through all the way through. Yeah, it's almost from, like from a nose. It's almost saying Kelso as well on the nose, which I can't quite place. Almost like a whiny. Yeah, a little bit of. To um, it. It's almost that uh, kind of a hint of that banana estery. Yeah, you know, it's in the background. Very, but very much in the background. Oh yeah, you've you've got to really you've got to search, search them out. Yeah, because um, that passion fruit is definitely winning. Oh, the passion fruit. Everything else. That's that's lovely. But it's not sweet or cloying either. It's not sweet. I I I did find it had a little bit. I found it almost had a little bit of salt on the finish, like almost a well, salty saline. Yeah, saline. yeah. Finish to it, like really drying finish. Mm. Be interesting to have this with the. Uh, Salt with kiss beside it. Yeah. Because I think there's similar qualities about both of them, isn't there? That's lovely. So, yeah, Detra from Boundary Brewing in, in Northern Ireland. Yeah. And this is the, the passion fruit variant of this Saison series. Yeah. Now, I have tried one of the other variants, but I I did look at my uh, untapped notes. Unfortunately, I haven't been very specific about which one it was. <laughs> and no one had created a separate untapped check-in for each fruit that okay. used, which is so, a bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you do have to search this one out a, a little bit on Untapped, um, but this is uh, this is the Irish beer report um, for another month, and as I said, we're featuring Boundary Brewing from Northern Ireland, um, and we're grateful to um, the support from Island Craft Beers for for the Irish beer report. Yeah. Uh, check out what they do at islandcraftbeers.com, uh, and also to to Honest Brew for getting the the beers to us, and and you can get these beers from from Honest Brew at the moment. Um, and you can get ten percent off of them as well by using the code Save Ten Irish at the at the checkout, and that's that's ten uh, numerically. Um, so you've done some, you know, quite a bit about Browns, yeah, you know, because you've well, done a little bit with them before. Yeah, um, our very good friends, the Irish beer snobs Wayne and Janice, do uh, a bit of an online thing every so often. So uh, called the Irish Beer Chats, and I was invited to join them. I think at the back end of last year. And it was with uh, Honest Brew and Boundary. Um, and uh, we did try a few of their beers. And, uh, you know, we were talked through some of the uh, background to the brewery. Um, and one of the things I was definitely interested in was the, the artwork on the labels, which is, mm. is very distinctive. You know, you you know these the, the artwork on all of them are very, very nice, I think. And it's kind, they're kind of like, uh, like watercoloured landscapes, yeah. aren't they? And this is from, um, you know, the, the guy who runs Boundary, his, his good friend, John Robertson, who actually, I think, rents some space or did rent some space in the brewery as his studio. Oh, okay. So it's a bit of a yeah. quid pro quo. He gets some space, presumably gets a bit of beer as well some point, sometimes, and he'll do artwork for the labels. And I think I think each beer does have its own unique artwork as well. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think it's quite stunning. Even the uh, the Saison Detro series, the, does it have a slightly different label for each one? Or I think I, I think that looks different to the one I saw before. Okay. If I remember correctly, I mean they were uh, you know another couple of things, but I mean Boundary have been um, up and running. I think they cut they're around about two years. I think by the time most people will have heard this show, they'll have had their second birthday mm-hmm. as well, uh, which thirtieth April, and they're um, a cooperative. I was, I was just about to ask you that, about that because it, it says on the label they're a cooperative brewery yeah. owned by its members. Um, so, so what does what does that what does that mean? Well, I don't exactly? I don't know, quite know the ins and outs because the way I read it, it still felt like um, 
a crowdfunding type of investment. Okay. Uh, because I know that um, Matt Lane from Beer Bods um, was one of the early investors for the cooperative. And that's where I first experienced my beers was through one of their boxes, uh, one of the early early ones. Um, so I don't quite know whether it's in the true cooperative sense there is a, like a not-for-profit or whether there is some element of return without reading all the small print. I guess that, um, I'm not sure I would have picked that up in some of the articles mm. I've read and, and what we were discussing. Um, but I do know that some of the beers I had previously were quite, were very nice. I mean, the export stout. I had. I think I think I've had that. I yeah. think we had that. Uh, we had it at the Essex Bowl Show as well yeah. when we had the mammoth session of picking beers because it was our birthday one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you chose that one. You were at the back end of the the list that day, but you still came out came out trump. So they're getting their beers over you can, here. You, you're never going to go too far wrong with uh, an imperial stout at the end of a session, though. No, you? that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they were getting their beers out here as well. Yeah, which is which is good to see. So I, personally, I can't think of many other. Breweries from Northern Ireland. I'm sure there are some. Yeah, I'm sure I stand to be corrected, but and, and I think we were saying that um, before we started recording that actually you are seeing their beers more readily available now, and, and the fact that we we actually see them in the Owl House in in Chelmsford, yeah, is um, you know probably testament to just how widely available Boundaries beers are becoming. Yeah, um, you know, like I said they're obviously they've obviously got a few good friends when they're doing their. They, their collaborations for their birthday party and everyone obviously wants them to do well if I remember correctly as well what I, I, I should have looked this bit up what's the name of the guy who started up the brewery I should look, should really look that up um, but he also worked for a company called Brewbot okay we, well, now that's something I've heard of yeah and I, again don't know too much about them but if I understand correctly it was basically not maybe it was a robot, but it was basically a way of brewing beer, but using the app on your phone to control the process. And so he, um, I think he spent a bit of time in Texas with that, okay, and brewing recipes using it, but also getting to know other people while he was out there. And I think that's part of his inspiration mm-hmm. for, for the beers he's making is from from that part of the world. So I mean, it's it sounds like it's kind of somebody following a path that they've decided to take yep. and you know they've they've taken this innovative measure of, of, of getting people in to crowdfund it in in some sort of way and yeah I mean I've tried a few boundary beers now and I've, I've enjoyed all of them um I, I mean the saison has has gone from from my glass and and, and people that are regular listeners will, will know how averse I am to to saisons um but I really enjoyed that um, and it, it just kind of evaporated. What same, I really, same I really enjoyed well, it. I mean, to be honest, um, you know, when you asked me what beer shall we start with, and you you, you know, I said, oh, let's start with a saison because you know we we never know what reaction we're going to get from yeah. you for starters. <laughs> um, but it's a very, it's a, it almost doesn't feel saisony enough. It, it didn't know. Yeah, I'd agree. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's got loads of lovely qualities, and I'd say. A bit colder on a nicer day because spring seems to have up and gone right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you could probably have a few of those. What percentage did that one come at? That was uh, 4.9. Okay, so not, not too heavy. I think oh. you could do a few of those on a, uh, an afternoon yeah, in, in nice weather. And I think you'd really enjoy, especially if it's colder, I reckon you'd... I'd, I'd happily drink a few of those A few of those well. because it wasn't that sweet or cloying. No. That passion fruit was definitely front and centre. The balance was perfect yeah. for, for, for me in terms of that, that passion fruit flavour. 
was there, but it wasn't overpowering. And like you say, it didn't take it that far that it became cloying. No, no, which I would imagine would be quite an easy thing to do with with, with something like passion, passion fruit, fruit as well. It's, it's quite. You know, if you have passion sweet. fruit juice, you yeah. definitely get it sometimes, don't you? Yeah. That sweet cloying. Uh, absolutely. Um, so second beer that we've got from Boundary, um, and and it does feel like somebody's trolling me uh, because we got uh, a saison and now we've got a New England IPA, uh, which according to the label is murky, hazy, low bitter, and absolutely delicious. Hashtag all the stuff Steve loves. All of it, yeah. Um, so yeah, in the glass, it's certainly not quite murky. I wouldn't call it murky, no. I'd, definitely, um, a, definitely a haze going on here. Not like the sort of murk that we've become accustomed to in the past few weeks. Yeah. Let's um, give this a go. Oh, it's a nice nose. Oh yeah, that's um, oh, bags of fruit. Yeah, it's like proper citrus fruits going on there, like orange, some mango, and a little bit of passion fruit again. Just, just. It's definitely orange first of all when you taste it. With slightly earthy quality as well. It's like orange juice. Um, but again, it hasn't got. It's not that real thick murk. It's it's not. I'm and still getting a bit of dryness at the end as well. Yeah, it's it's maybe it's maybe it's not it's not got the body that that, that we've begun to associate with like properly murky yeah. beers. It's still got quite a light mouthfeel to it. It's got a very light mouthfeel. What's, um, what's this one coming in at? I'm not sure. What's that? Six. Six. So, whoa, that that doesn't. Doesn't taste that doesn't six. drink six. No, uh, at all. Follow up a few passion fruit, a few of these in the afternoon. This, that's might start a to notice it. Dangerous. That's session. a dangerous six percent right, right there. But um, um, found the name Boundary Brewing Cooperative Brewer and co-founder is Matthew Dick. So apologies, Matthew, for not mentioning your name earlier. That was my fault. I did. I did say I'd do the further up my research on this as I've spoken to you before. <laughs> but good beers, though. Um, well, they, like, you know, like we say, you know, they seem to be doing all the right things I think they're doing all the right things and again you know Northern Ireland if it's anything like uh, the Republic of Ireland you know craft brewing has had a struggle to really take off over there because the pubs are so tied yeah. to the likes of Diageo Heineken you know and it must be so incredibly difficult to get your beers out there that you've got the whole rules about bars and tap rooms being open and things like this so you know to start getting your beers over over here in varying varying degree of places as mm. well isn't isn't bad going at all. I wonder if they're if if distribution is easier for them because they're Northern Ireland part, is part of the UK still, isn't yeah. it? So it therefore for all intents and purposes, they should be using similar sort of distribution nest networks with similar sorts of costs. It should because be. you're not sending you're not sending it internationally. No, are you? It's, no, that could that could that could definitely have a part to play. I mean the fact that. Perhaps they've stolen a bit of a march on other breweries, startups in Northern Ireland as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, but under underpinning all of that, you still got a decent beer. It is. I mean, and I've, I think I've I think I've tasted about six of them now with the ones I've tasted before, the ones in the Irish beer chats, the ones now, and um, I'm super to be impressed with these. I wouldn't. I would. I would seek out other ones if I saw them on yeah. the shelf. I'd like to give them a go. I'd like to see them on keg, and, and I'd like to give them a go on on kind of draft dispense. Yes, yeah, my yeah, my experience is bottle. Yeah. So yeah, based on that, um, yeah, this uh, this what we're, the one we're drinking now, the New England IPA, and the export stout. I'd be especially keen to try those on cake. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've tried their standard IPA as well, which I think again is is a bottle that they had in the in in the Owl House. So I was quite keen to try. Actually, I'm sure the Owl House have had them on on draft. Have they? Pretty sure. And they get some good stuff in there, but yeah, but they are indeed, indeed, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very impressed with these. So, if anyone, if anyone. By the time you've listened to us, if anyone's been to their second birthday party, feel free to let us know what it was like. Absolutely. Tell us what we missed. Yeah. yeah. And um, like I said at, at the start of the show, if, if you do want to give these beers a try, hit up um, Honest Brew, uh, honestbrew.co.uk, search out Boundary, uh, and, and then use the code to get 10% off, and, and you can give the Boundary beers a try uh, as well. Make sure you fill your basket with all of the Boundary beers. All the Boundary beers. That, that they've got on offer, because like I say, if these, or, or like we both said, if these two are anything to go by, you are going to have a very tasty time. I would say so, definitely. Yeah. So any um, final thoughts on the uh, Forever Ago, which is the New England IPA? How you say it? Forever Ago. Forever Ago. That's, that's the name of it. It's quite got... poetic, isn't it? It is. Forever so. Ago. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that aroma isn't easing up. <coughs> no, because a lot of the time, the aroma does start to come away sometimes, mm. doesn't it? But it hasn't on this at all. Um, again... Uh, the decision we took at the start of the show, perhaps the split bottles, was a good one because I reckon we could have done both these bottles oh, easily. <laughs> <laughs> both of these bottles would have gone. So I would say testament to the 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 skill of the brewing. Both very tasty beers, but both very drinkable beers yeah. as well. Uh, absolutely, with bags going on in both of them. Yeah, this one maybe now it's been in the glass a little bit longer, bit more bitterness coming through at the end. Yeah, maybe a little bit more of the uh, what I'd say with the drier kind of tropical citrus suits a little bit of um, pineapple and grapefruit coming through yeah more. where you start in, to get that pithy almost yeah, quality yeah. to it um, but still incredibly drinkable very drinkable I, yeah. I'm quite happy with the bit of dryness increasing as well the dryness and the bitterness increasing yeah. well more great beers from, from Ireland for, for us to enjoy yeah. and for uh, to share with others yes as, as well yeah so definitely. definitely cheers mate cheers